Welcome to From Fear to Freedom Podcast. I'm Jessica. I'm the host, and I'm so excited that you're here. My prayer for you as you listen to these episodes is that you would meet God, that you would be drawn into more intimacy with Him, more hope, more life, and that you would be living fully alive, connected to your heart and to His. We're going to have tons of stories, hopefully lots of laughs, because life is way too short to be overly serious all the time. So welcome. I'm so excited that you're here, and thank you for tuning in. Welcome back to From Fear to Freedom podcast. Super excited that you're tuning in. I think it's genuinely so special that I've been seeing some people listen to this podcast from all around the world, um, a couple places in a different country, and all over America. So, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. Today, I have a super, super special podcast. My very best friend, Haley Rebecca Hartle, in the entire world, we have the besties. Someone someone talked on another podcast about bestie soulmates, and this is definitely mine. Haley and I grew so close in college, and it was literally a Disney World trip that just sealed the deal for us. We're like, um, we're best friends. (laughs) It was so much fun. And so now she is married to an incredible man. I just got to pick apart um, and just ask them so many questions and just dive into this topic of the love of God in marriage. It was honestly so life-giving for me. So I am excited that you've tuned in and I hope that you can genuinely find um, peace, peace for your heart and even help if you um, need just a fresh outlook on marriage. They are only been married four years, but they've already learned a lot and they know they have so much more to learn. Um, But the little bit that they have learned is so gold. And I just would love to share it because I definitely look up to them a lot in their marriage. So I'm really excited for you to listen and I hope you enjoy. You're beautiful, young, four years of marriage. When you first started, what was it like So we're talking about the love of God. So what was it like for you guys to kind of grow into that? Like what what was basically in the beginning of your marriage? What did you think the love of God in marriage was as to what it looks like now? Mm. Ooh. That's a home zinger. Yeah. (laughs) That's a home zinger. Winging it right off the bat. (laughs) I I can already say that it's... So we're going to be celebrating five years in August. Okay. It's going to be cra- it's I said crazy. Four. I'm so sorry. No, it is four. It's, it's just four oh, yeah, now. It's just yeah. four now. It will be. We're in our on, fifth year. We're on year. the fifth year. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, so people talk about the honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. And to us, we've talked about this before, it doesn't really end. I know. But I think you start realizing the farther on it goes, how selfish you actually are in the Mm. sense that like you are so consumed with the wedding mindset, the honeymooning mindset that you're all, you're only thinking about the, this is the greatest person in the whole world. And you know, this is the most amazing life I could ever want. And while all that is true, 
it's kind of it's kind of ignoring the realistic side of life where you're still a selfish person you're still Mm -hmm. kind of needing to die to yourself Mm -hmm. every day Mm -hmm. and i think the longer we've been married and i just think it's just the way that it goes it's not a bad thing it's just that you start it starts being revealed in you Mm -hmm. how the lord wants to work on you in a more vulnerable type of way yeah but it's also with us another person alongside you and he's going to be using that person to help you grow just as much as he himself would be like directly helping you grow yeah like Mm -hmm. iron sharpens iron Mm -hmm. yeah yeah what about you Haley? i would say for me personally i always knew the love of god was supposed to be reflected in marriage but I haven't truly seen that change and that shift in myself until probably within this last year. Mm-hmm. Because for the first couple years of marriage, for me, I, in my selfish ways, was more so focused on how can this person serve me and how can my husband sacrifice himself for me Aww. and how can he love me. <laughs> and when you live with someone and you're married to someone, putting that expectation on them is uh, very hard for them and for yourself because you're you're putting them almost in God's place. Yeah. I think it's very easy for us mm. to do that with our spouses. And so yeah. um, the biggest shift that I've seen in how I view the love of God while we have been married is that God is completely selfless toward us. Aww. And he is always giving us grace when we are messing up and when we are, you know, pulling away from him instead of pushing into him, whether it's by distractions of this world, distractions with our spouse. Um, But I think the biggest thing has been I see the love of God now in realizing that I need to step into my role Mm-hmm. as a wife not to put so much pressure on my spouse to love and serve me but how can i come and love and serve my husband in all of these <laughs> selfless ways in the same ways that god selflessly loves that's so hard yeah it's so hard i would also i don't know if i fully answered the question that's okay I, but i think i set myself up to answer the question so totally God has loved us the whole entire time, right? But he's done so in different ways. And at first, he, in my opinion, the way that I saw it is that he provided us with a lifelong partner to go through this life with. He, it was like Mm -hmm. a provision of, of like another person in his kingdom Mm -hmm. to help spread his kingdom. And while he is still doing that, He is also on another spectrum of love, showing us more and more how we need to grow. So he's like providing and encouraging us how we can grow our spirit. And it may not always Mm -hmm. feel great, especially when it comes from our spouse. I mean, us as people, we're selfish. We don't, sometimes it's really hard for us to like hear the fact that, oh, well, we kind of need to get better in this area. But when we think about it, it's God telling us, hey, I love you. Like, this is 
just part of the potential that I see for you and totally. you have no idea what else is coming. Totally. It's just it's just a growing phase. But he's doing so in the most loving way. It's not mm-hmm. like a it's not like a condemning way. It's not a judgmental yeah. way. And just like our spouses don't intend on trying to encourage us in a judgmental way or a condemning way. Yeah. They're trying to do it in a loving way. So mm-hmm. I think God represents himself in those areas. Yeah. And it's just kind of cool to see that because not always did I see that, especially in the beginning, because I just had a lot that I needed to let go of before. Yeah. That in this five years of marriage, he's like helping me let go and grow from. And that's part of yeah. what he's showing me is just like the different ways that he mm-hmm. loves me and he loves us. Do you get excited for the future? Like, man, I think I'm like growing and learning right now, but. 10 years from now, my goodness. (laughs) Yeah, I think especially, so in marriage, you start to get really refined Yeah. because you, I think we talk a lot about self-awareness, but one of the bigger things is spouse awareness. So (laughs) your spouse in a lot of ways, actually in most ways, sees you, your good parts and your flaws better than Mm. even you yourself can because we're blinded by our own flaws a lot of the time. Uh, Yeah, we are. So I'm really excited for even the next step with like someday when, if and when the Lord blesses us with children, Mm. that Mm. together is going to be even more refinement. And there's like, we talk about refinement not being fun because a lot of times it's painful, right? You're getting rid of a lot of the things that feel like oh I want to hang on to these so tight but it you also know they need to go away Mm -hmm. and that's very painful but it's also the most freeing feeling in the world because you start to feel this weight lifted off of you so I'm very excited for the ways that God will continue to show me the things that he wants to get rid of yeah through Austin because Mm -hmm. that has happened already to me a lot in these first, in this first like four years and three months or four, I can't count. I mean, four truly, you guys months. are not even close to the same from the day that 2019 yeah. when we were planning the wedding. I mean, you guys are so different, like so, so different. different. Like we all grow and mature, but something I love from you guys is ugh, that you guys are just so consistent with one another. And I think that is so amazing. Mm-hmm. Like I love seeing that in you guys. Um, I can't explain how important it is to like chase after love, mm-hmm. to chase after love and growth. And that's something that I've seen in you guys is that you've chased after love and growth continually, like time and time again. And it's not just like, and it's not even just behavior modification. Like Haley, you talk all yeah. the time about like, I want to learn to love and serve my spouse differently and obviously like we all know it, it's a whole different level with children but what you what God has blessed you with your time right now yeah. you guys are pressing in and that's something that I look up to and I want for sure in my future marriage and Austin the things that you do like how can I be a better husband but also like how can I serve my wife and lead her to Christ like that mm-hmm. is something yeah. that I see in you guys so much and like I don't know what would you what would you guys say to a really young I mean okay we're all young 
Okay, if there's someone older than us listening. Age is just a number. <laughs> yeah, and we, we admit we're all 29. Haley's almost 29. We're all. I'm the baby. I'm 28. Only a couple months. We are all young. We're approaching 30. Yeah. <laughs> Pushing 30. We're way. almost over the hill. Just yes. kidding. <laughs> Halfway to 60. All, we're all literally young in this. But let's just say someone younger than us, someone younger than 29 who mm-hmm. has never been married and they they genuinely have a heart to do marriage for the gospel. Mm-hmm. What is your encouragement for that? Because man, have I seen you guys like tackle gospel things in your marriage mm-hmm. time after time too. Obviously, difficult conversations. Mm-hmm. And even learning like boundaries as far as mm-hmm. the gospel. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I my spouse is my first priority, and I believe that is part of the gospel um, yeah. for our family. Like, I mean, I didn't say that right. I don't think I said that right. But, like, boundaries, I really feel like preaching the gospel to people mm-hmm. is by having intentional marriage. Yeah. yeah. What would you say to very young wee lasses and lads mm-hmm. that are about to walk down the aisle that really want Christ in their marriage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, so, I think my one of my responses that it goes back to the definition of love, mm-hmm. you know, because, and Haley and I were just talking about this earlier, like we have to understand what love is, Yeah. you know, and you can go to first Corinthians, uh-huh. you know, love is patient, love is kind, doesn't, I mean, does not love, mm-hmm. but like you really have to dig into what that actually means. Mm-hmm. You also have to understand who Jesus was and the way that Jesus loved because I only am able to speak from a husband's standpoint because that is my responsibility. I right. can't speak for my wife. Right. That's your God-given role. Going, right. Yep. I'm not going to speak for any other woman out there because mm. that's my wife's job. Mm. My wife's responsibility in this perspective is to speak to the women. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not that men won't carry value from what exactly. she says mm-hmm. exactly exactly but she doesn't know the side of a husband yeah because mm-hmm. that's not how god designed her right yep. god designed me as the husband to love my wife as christ loved the church exactly. not one time on this earth did jesus ever think about himself hmm. except mm-hmm. maybe to rest because his body yeah. needed it food mm-hmm. basic and human necessity just to survive any other time he was serving other people. He was washing feet. He was having people baptize him. Yeah. He was on his way to do something. And on that way to do that something, somebody interrupted him and said, mm. hey, I need this. Mm. And not once, not one time did he just be like, nah, can I come back later? Mm-hmm. So it's that amount of selflessness mm. that I need to work on in my life. Mm-hmm. And it is a challenge, mm-hmm. but it's also a blessing. That's right. Because I didn't used to be that way and that's all part of this growth is as much as it is about Haley and I doing this together mm-hmm. I also have a major responsibility and in some ways not in all ways but in some ways it's 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 got a a bigger weight to it because I'm the head of the household yeah Therefore, I need to be that much more intentional, so to speak, in my walk with Christ. Because if my walk with Christ isn't good or on point, then how can I expect my household to be? Because I'm the one leading it. Mm -hmm. You have to take the initiative as the man in the house. Yeah. And I can encourage Haley to to walk 
her walk with Christ as mm-hmm. much as um, she, as much as I want her to, mm-hmm. but she also has the Lord speaking with her own spirit and yes. her own walk with Christ. And we're there to encourage each other. But for me, I would tell the potential husbands, the fiancés, the boyfriends looking mm-hmm. to marry, mm-hmm. like, be serious about your walk with Christ. Yes. Mm-hmm. A lot of ways, I didn't do that until I got married. And that has yeah. also been a blessing. But there are also a lot of ways that you can really start, you know, getting in a small group, getting around yes. more married people. Yeah, practical to, things. To, like advice or you know realistic situations that you know you're going to run into once yes. you get married you're yes. going to hear the trials and the blessings all at the same time mm-hmm. and it is it is by far worth it i mean the, the trials are, are nothing compared to the blessings that god has shown us at least in my opinion oh that's such a good i'm so glad you said that because i think a lot of people fear that yeah Ooh, getting out of my bubble and i have to go talk to someone and i need help or even just like I don't want to disrupt or or, yeah but you don't want to disrupt flow but you saying that the blessing is abundantly more than the trial that you go through and I've learned that in my walk with Christ 100% the crap pola that we go through is so worth it yep and the trials are blessings. Yes, yes. Like, yes. That's the, if you have the right mindset as mm-hmm. a follower of Christ and mm-hmm. as, like, if you're really prioritizing yourself in your walk, mm-hmm. you're going to understand that no matter what you go through, the fact that you're going through it with your spouse is a far bigger blessing yeah. than what the issue actually could be. And I'm not saying there's not bad stuff. Right. Like, you know, family members getting sick or you know, people passing away. Like oh, I understand yeah. that there's difficulty, but with your spouse at your side, mm-hmm. it's a blessing at least to us that they're there mm-hmm. and, and that you're going to conquer it together because you're both on the side of Christ and the enemy will come at you, mm-hmm. but it's, he's got no power, yeah. you know? So that's me. <laughs> that's the husband side. That's mm-hmm. the husband side. Yeah. What about you, Haley? What would you say to a wee lassie? Or is oh, it lass? A wee little, a, a wee Midwesterner lassie. <laughs> a Kenya. Is... I mean, someone not Midwest could be listening yes. to this, of course. Yes. <laughs> someone not, I'm, now I'm on the Midwestern train because we were talking about that earlier. Yeah, I started. Sorry. So, <laughs> so um, definitely touching on what Austin said, one of the bigger things that I've learned um through God teaching, whether it was through scripture or through, through other people, through pastors teaching is that, um, the role of a husband is very intense. So when we think about what Christ went through for Mm -hmm. the love of all of the world to die for the sins of the world, scripture literally depicts the husband to love his wife as Christ loves the church and to literally die for her in in every way possible, whether that mean physical death, spiritual death, um, emotional death, all of those ways. So I just want to acknowledge that, that I will mm-hmm. never understand that weight. And, um, I really value you and I really appreciate how you are constantly pursuing that in our marriage. Um, cause it makes me respect you a lot. Um, you so come, <laughs> I'm number. wiped up boy. Your parents always say my boyfriend. Yeah, my boy- <laughs> Gotta call my boyfriend. It's so cute. Your mom it's is like- always like, 
I got, I'm calling my boyfriend at lunch, you know? I know. She says, never stop dating your spouse. That's right. That's right. So anyway, continue. So yeah. So my, I would say my biggest piece of advice to any young women who are wanting to get married in the process of maybe becoming married or you are married, um, there in 1 Corinthians 11, 2, 3, it talks about how God is the head of Christ, Christ is the head of the husband, and the husband is the head of the wife. Mm-hmm. And so there is this chain of command, not meaning that that puts women on the bottom of men. Mm-hmm. That's not what that means. And the more you study Christ's heart, the more you yes. will see that. Um, and if you are a woman listening to this who has been on the uh, wrong side of that, and has been abused or domineered mm, by yes. um, in the name of that scripture, I'm truly sorry because that is not God's heart. And I just want you to hear that, um, that true biblical submission to your husband is actually a very beautiful and loving yeah. thing. Um, and the, the call for wives to submit to their husbands is not an excuse to be uh, domineered over, abused, or, or anything yeah. like that. So... Um, with that disclaimer out there, the term <laughs> biblical submission, I think is something that God has refined in me a lot because I am a very strong, bullheaded, <laughs> independent woman who was raised to, um, I was raised by my loving daddy to be able to take care of myself and use and, your voice and use my voice yes. and, um, to come very strong and well-prepared and be able to be opinionated. And so that has uh, been refined a lot (laughs) in marriage Um, because, again, not saying being independent or being opinionated or being loud um, are bad bad things. None of that is bad. But there there really is a beauty in starting to walk in what that means um, and letting yourself be shepherded by your husband Mm. um because that is god's design it's god's design for uh, a wife to come under the leadership and the covering covering is my favorite term to use um for how husbands should protect their wives um it's this blanket of protection so um when you really truly step into what it means to submit and respect your husband um you will learn a lot more of what that looks like when it comes to how encouraging your words are, uh, when it comes yeah. to trying, no matter no matter how uh, big the temptation may be, to not overly correct or uh, overly assert your opinion in different ways. Um, that's been the biggest thing I've had to learn is just because I have an opinion and mm-hmm. I think that the way I would do it is correct. Um, doesn't mean that I need to step in and take the place of leadership uh, with my husband. I need to allow him to do that. And so um, I have been working on and been learning the art of being quiet. And not that that means I don't have a voice that does Mm -hmm. not take away my Mm -hmm. voice, but allowing my husband to step into his God-given role of leadership And he can only do that when I am allowing him to do that. So if I am trying too much to take the reins um, because of my own past experiences with not being led well or whatever that might be. um, So I would say really do some biblical diving in of what submission as a wife means. Now, if you are not married yet, 
you do not get to submit to that man because he is not your husband. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you can, <laughs> no, you can. Mm-hmm, that. Scripture says wives submit to your husband. Yeah. It does not, not girls say submit to women men. submit to men. <laughs> Correct. So if but you honor, are, honor, honor. yep. If you are not, if you are not married to that man yet, whether he is a boyfriend or a fiance, yeah. fiance, you're clearly moving towards the step mm. of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a wife do some studying, some praying into the true biblical definition of what biblical submission means. And once you do that, you will actually propel your husband to be a better leader. Oh my gosh, you're so right. Because you are giving him the freedom and the self-decision-making skills to say, I have the opportunity to lead this woman and I want to lead this woman. Yeah. And so when you allow him to do that, it's actually like this beautiful cycle mm-hmm. because the more you submit and respect your husband and let him lead you, the more he wants to lead and the more he steps in the position of leading. Mm-hmm. Into the man you've um, been praying for. Into the man that you have been praying for. And both of you will always be a work in progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I also just want to reiterate, this does not apply to abusive situations. Yeah. I just feel like I need to say yeah. that as well. Yeah. Um, cause that can be taken out of context. Some, mm-hmm. so yeah, maybe another podcast. <laughs> yeah. Can I, can I, uh, add to that from the husband's perspective? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Please. yeah, I, I, I always get a little iffy around the word submit, not because of what the mm-hmm. Bible says, but because of how society takes yes. it yep. and how it's been mistreated. And, yeah. right. and I don't want people to be afraid of it because yeah, yeah. I don't, as the husband, I don't sit in that word submit. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't look at the fact that my wife is choosing to submit to me. I don't take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I say I, that, I say that prefer. humbly. I, I really yes. don't because it, it does no good. I know that it doesn't grow our marriage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. more so, it, I, I love hearing my wife's opinion. There has never been a time where I didn't want to hear her opinion. You know why? Because she's smarter than me. And she will probably give me a better opinion. And she has. She's given me a lot of her opinions where I'm just like, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm saying she she has a voice just as much as I do. And although I am the overall decision maker, that doesn't mean she can't make a decision. Yep. You know, like... I love hearing her opinion to the point where a lot of times I'll take it mm-hmm. because she has a different perspective yeah. on it that I'm not visible. I'm, I haven't, I don't see it mm-hmm. the way that she does. And yeah. me, vice versa. And me hearing what that is will will very likely lead us in a better direction. So good. Even mm-hmm. though I'm the one that says, okay, yeah, honey, you're right. Like, let's do that. And she's like, okay, great. Like, <laughs> I'll follow you. But that mm. doesn't mean that you, as the husband, just get to make every single decision and right. she has no say right. in it. Right. You know, it, the perfect example to a disagreement in that case is I say, honey, I've been really thinking about this or I've been praying about this, and this is what I feel the Lord is calling mm. us to do. And her response will usually be something like, okay, um, I, I'm, I'm not sure I feel the same way 
is there is there any way that we can think on it mm-hmm. a little bit more mm-hmm. or can we talk about it a little bit yeah and I will always probably talk with her about it yes because it I want to hear what her perspective mm-hmm. is what her opinion is what could I be missing from her perspective that right. I might need right right and then after we talk if I still say I understand where you're coming from I still think the Lord is calling us to do this mm-hmm. technically speaking at that point her responsibility and correct me if I'm wrong is to say okay that's fine yeah this is what you want to do let's do it I trust you yep because I know that you trust the Lord and you're doing what he wants you to do instead of your own doing right and we go she gets to choose yep. into submission in that moment correct I think that's a really good way of yeah. putting it like I, like I was going to ask that. for a, an example because I feel like it is that like it, it's ha- I feel like a woman can come under that submission in when it comes to decision making. Yeah. You know, and you go back and forth and like you've already said, you sometimes you go with her way. But mm-hmm. then in that like Haley <laughs> I was totally gonna bring this up. So I'm so glad that you went into this and you gave that encouragement because oh gosh. <laughs> no, because I know your personality, like yeah. the firecracker, you have a lot of chutzpah. <laughs> Have I, have I told you guys about that from the Bama podcast I listened to? Yeah, it's the Jewish, um, just like fire in your gut. Like Jewish word for gumption. <laughs> but it comes from, it's just such a good gift to have. Yeah, I've just watched you. you like, like it's so encouraging for me because now that I've started to find my own voice as an adult, sometimes I get in my head like, well, in marriage it's going to be this. And like now that I have a voice, I'm going to use it. And da 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 da. And I'm like, man, my best friend is that and has that chutzpah and she daily chooses mm. to come under that authority of her husband mm. and you don't lord it over her. And that is just so powerful to, for me to watch. But specifically because you, Haley, like, it's hard for me now. Like before, you know, I used to be this like, oh, I'm just going to quiet little mouse. I'm going to submit. Yeah. The Lord broke things off of me. I am yeah. learning to use my voice now. And yeah. now I'm like, okay, I need to think things through like I don't know you're just a really good example for me in that thank you like it's literally so encouraging that you you do that and it's so easy to do it when you have such a tender loving yeah words of affirmation type of leader husband too yeah I mean all in all you guys like (sighs) I'm very encouraged by you guys like all the time (laughs) thank you (laughs) and literally this is what I want for my future marriage and I tell my siblings I'm like you guys healing also are doing some amazing things you know oh, I thank you that's what i have to say about I'm very that <laughs> we, i'm very humbled too and i just i hope that it encourages continues to encourage you i know it encourages us to look back and see how far we've come to mm-hmm. just from mm-hmm. conversations we had when we were engaged yes. and newly married yeah. yes yeah. so thank you for sharing that it's so encouraging yeah. and Touching on what you said, um, actually a note that I have jotted down here from yeah. um, from within my Bible on that 1 Corinthians 11, 2 mm-hmm. and 3, um, a footnote that was there said, the authority of a husband is not a self-centered exercise of power, but it's the kind of leadership that serves the spiritual, emotional, and physical needs of his wife. Mm-hmm. And so... Mm-hmm. I think just being a having Christ as an example of that to all of us. Yes. Christ is the example that husbands can follow to 
gain insight from and mm-hmm. to um, see as their Lord and Savior, but also as an example of what it means to be sacrificial. Yeah. Mm. And so... He's the perfect example. He is the perfect that example. tenderness, that washing of the word. Yep, exactly. And that is what, that's what the scriptures talk about too. So it's a continual growing process <laughs> of learning what those different roles mean. Um, sometimes our, what that looks like in our day-to-day lives literally changes on a daily basis. Yeah. Because you've um, never been five years married. Depending on how much the chutzpah is Stay kicking in that four. day. <laughs> yeah. Am I a firecracker today or am I a little am tiny I, elf? Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. I'm a tiny elf. Am, like. I, uh, am I quiet today or am I chutzpah today? Yeah. Or am I just hangry? Yeah. <laughs> I, I do have one more thought yeah, on absolutely. the husband perspective. Totally. Because I don't think I touched on it much, but it's probably the most important part is the selflessness. Mm-hmm. And as a human, I am not good at being selfless because I have my own wants and desires, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. But she was talking about sacrifice, and that's really, really important. And one of those things to sacrifice is your thoughts, Mm. especially when you're having a conversation and it's not Mm. going the way you want it to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) To sacrifice your own thoughts, especially as the head of the household, uh, Hmm. just... That's just part of being selfless. And, you, and a lot of times you don't realize it until you have a conversation and you've had it too many times to where you don't sacrifice your thoughts. And those thoughts end up taking the conversation in a different direction than what you want it to mm. because you're allowing your emotion to control you and you're not thinking about your spouse, number one. You're too caught up in what your emotions are telling you mm. or rather what satan is trying to convince you of Mm -hmm. what you think is right what you think is right instead of what the lord would do in this situation you know how would jesus handle an argument Mm -hmm. has jesus ever been in an argument that we go through you know because i would i would think and i wasn't there two thousand years ago but i would think at some point he would always speak about things in the most humble way that you can speak about them number one number two he did so in a loving way Mm -hmm. and he considered the other person while he was talking to them and he was looking at their soul yes rather than what i mean he was also he was looking at what they were saying and listening to what they were saying but he was concentrated on the love yes that the lord had for them while he was, spe- I mean, that's just so profound. So, are you, know? you kind of talking about <clears throat> like active listening versus just swarming? You know, like like we talk about getting present with people. Mm-hmm. Like, am I just thinking about the next thing I'm going to say, or am I actually listening to that person in front of me? Is that what you yeah. kind of are talking about, like surrendering your thoughts? Yes. Like, am I going to listen to her heart? Am I giving her a voice? You know, stuff like that. Instead of just like, okay, I'm going to say this next. I'm going to say. Like, pause is she what is she trying to say here is yeah. that kind of what you mean so it, it's it's active listening mm-hmm. as well as taming the tongue so mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm reading in james 3 james has a lot of context james, <laughs> james yeah um part of it's taming the tongue that yeah. the tongue is one of the most powerful parts of your body that if it's not controlled That's right. it's the rudder that it's going to set blaze to the forest right oh so goodness, it's like yes and and how easy it is to not tame the tongue, especially when you're in an emotional state mm-hmm. and you're having an argument. So mm-hmm. it's it's not just about 
being selfless with your thoughts and sacrificing your thoughts, but it's mm. also sacrificing your words and not letting them roll off your tongue. Oh my goodness, and that's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But and it's not easy, and I've messed up way too many times, you know. And I and I will continue to do so. But part of how the Lord is loving me and and proving yeah. that, especially through Haley, is okay. Like when is the time to speak? Mm. Uh, what do I say when I speak? And how beneficial is it in this moment to the conversation? Wow. Rather yeah. than directing like, hey, especially if we're emotional, like, okay, this is not working out. Let's take a break for a second. I, I don't want to stop talking about this, but we're 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 kind of going in a circle. Yeah. And totally. this isn't productive. This isn't totally. spreading his kingdom in any way. Like, let's circle back with other thoughts and and you know, yeah. I love you. We're on the same team. Right. That's another thing is Oh my goodness. A lot of times people think that they're against each other when they're arguing. They're not. It's yeah. the enemy against them. Yeah. And they're trying to be convinced that they're against each other. Goodness, You're on the yeah. same team. It's just confusion, which comes from the enemy, mm-hmm. and he's the master of confusion and deceit. That's so true. In reality, it is you with God on the same team, just trying to get to a better place. That's you know, so good. That's so, something Haley told me. Like I was like, man, how do you, how do you know Austin's the one? Like you say this all the time. And when I, you know, <clears throat> my dating stuff. <laughs> Again, another podcast for singleness and dating coming soon <laughs> <laughs> to a theater near you. It's dramatic. <laughs> um, <sighs> one thing that you that has been such like a like a lighthouse or an anchor for me is you were like, even when we bickered and argued, I knew. That he wasn't going anywhere. Yep. Like you had that deep mm-hmm. trust yep. that, yep. and it's that we're on the same team. We are on the same team. Yep. Like that is big deal. Yeah. Like he's not going anywhere. Yeah. Like, even when you fought. Yep. Like in the beginning a lot. And even now, like that is, that's a big thing to look for. So I mm-hmm. guess I'll just pipe in for the other single Pringles like me. Look for that. Look yep. for that loyalty. But it's 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 a heart that is like, I see that this is a difficult situation, but I can yeah. see past it yep. because, I don't know, that's not good words. Look for just mm-hmm. someone trustworthy. I probably yeah. didn't say that right. But like, that is a but marker for me. It's like, they're not good. Can I, are they loyal? Are they trustworthy? Like, yep. are they just a good man of character or a good yep. woman of character? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was that was one of the biggest indicators for me when I knew that we were going to marry each other and mm-hmm. when I knew we were going to be together is um, even in the midst of arguments of sinful behaviors because there were plenty yes. and still are plenty yeah, but everyone. Um, definitely in our in our engaged years and dating years mm-hmm. um, I got asked that question a lot of how do you know yeah he's the a the, one. The one is <laughs> another topic for yeah, another yeah. podcast later down the road. Um, but how did I know that I I wanted to marry him? Yes. And how did I know that I wanted to choose this person to be my partner for the rest of our lives? And the biggest thing was, like you said, I had no doubt in my mind that he was not going to run away when things mm-hmm. got frictiony or when things got tough. And our people talk about 
the the easy phase being in your dating years and your engaged years infatuation and then infatuation that, like you were talking um, about earlier I would truly say Austin and I kind of had the opposite experience where yeah. our dating and engagement years were filled with a lot of arguments friction. a lot of friction yeah a lot of like yeah. how do we work through this together yeah. part of it was dating long distance and having that factor and into youth. it. Right. And being young oh, and inexperienced. Yeah. We were babies. Hutzpah's yeah. one thing. Young Hutzpah is a whole other thing. Hutzpah <laughs> <laughs> can be refined. Yes. You know? It can be refined when you're young. So that was the biggest <laughs> thing is that I I had no mistrust in my heart that he was going to abandon me when things Man. got tough. Or that he, not just physically, that he, I knew he wasn't going to check out. Wow. I knew he cared more wow. about... His walk with Christ, my walk with Christ, and our relationship together to have really hard fights Man. those first couple of years. So yeah. And that he was not going to physically abandon me, but he also was not going to emotionally abandon me oh and just goodness. check out and do the easy thing of did he yes, dear. Did he verbalize that to you? Because a lot of, you know, I've learned love, love Kate, right? Kate yeah. hated hard at dating. Yeah. They talk about like, is a man clear with his intentions? Is that, did you feel that safety? Because Austin was very clear with, I want to pursue you. I yeah. am in this. I, we got this. Like, yeah. Yeah. What was that like? I, <laughs> he was just clear with you. He verbally was, clear. He was very verbally clear with his intentions. The other thing that was very clear is uh, early on in our dating relationship, there were some ground rules that I laid based mm-hmm. on my own personal convictions and experiences. And I need and parents. I and... need these things from um, yes. from a relationship, and I need yes. these things from a marriage. And yes. we're not dating to date. We're dating with the intention of mm-hmm. of getting married. And so I laid those things that I needed to see happen out. And not only did he take them and accept them, he actually did them. <laughs> and actually, <Wow>. so <laughs> words were, what is that like? <laughs> so <laughs> words were one thing for him to say, yes, I hear what you're saying. I will take these things and you're right. I should, these are things that should be happening. Humility. He actually did them. Humility. There was humility in it and saying like, you are worth it enough for these things to happen. And wow. so I trusted, he gave me reasons to trust what he said because there was action to back that up. So thumbs, thumbs up. up. <laughs> thumbs up to Bob. <laughs> It was the strength of the Lord, for sure. Yeah, like, did you, is that kind of how you grew up? Like, sorry. Is that, how did you learn that? There we go. How did I learn what exactly? Like, that you need to, like, women need that security. They need that, like, I'm, or did you, or is that just part of your character? Like, you're just like, I'm just going to say, like, yeah, I like you. I want you in my life. I'm here. I'm, like, is that your more of your personality, or did you learn that from somewhere, mentor, church? Like, because it's not common. I know all the dating difficulties. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not common for a man to be secure enough and say, wow, I really, that, confirmation that clarity yeah see that's that's the crazy thing is that i don't know exactly where i learned it because Mm -hmm. from a very early age i always knew that if i was in a relationship i was going to do whatever i could to take care of that person you Hmm. did yeah and i I think it was the lord i really do even at a young age because 
did I make mistakes when I was older? Yes, I absolutely did. Mm -hmm. But I never lost sight of what the woman needed. Wow. Yeah. And I, wow. I spent a lot of time, especially in high school, watching uh, girls get mistreated and mm -hmm. guys lack what it took to take care of a woman in the right way. Wow. And I'm not saying I had, I knew what I was doing, but I had the idea, I had the intention of like, okay, yes. I don't, it doesn't really matter about me anymore. My devotion is now to this other person. Yeah. I want to take care of her. You're a very loyal serving person. Right. For if, sure. Even if the execution was clunky, because we're all young, yeah. it happens. But yeah. the fact that you had that deep within you and it was driving, no matter what mistakes yeah. were made. Sure. Wow. That was um, God that put that in seriously. you. It was definitely the Lord. That's and amazing. It ties into how I feel about marriage because, mm -hmm. you know, you were talking about how we had some rough patches, but we never mm -hmm. lost sight of the fact that like yeah. we were the ones, right? You stayed through it. Mm -hmm. My thought, and I, and I had said this before, my thought was, I don't know how in the world we're going to get through this. And this is really tough to figure out, but we are going to figure it out. Yeah. Like in like, the dating period. engage stage. Yeah. yeah. Like oh we, gosh. I mean, cause we're just very different personalities. That is just so funny that you had that yeah. type of endurance. Sure. Or yeah. Stubbornness, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I yeah. say endurance, but some other people, you know, it's like. Yeah. That prideful stubbornness. No, we're yeah. going to win. I'm going to win this woman. It's not about yeah. women winning a woman. It's about like, no, I want to see this through. Yeah. Like, yeah. I believe in us. The yes. commitment and intentionality oh, for sure. Goodness. Yeah. And we, there can be a whole nother podcast for long oh, distance. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because that was a yes. majority of part. That's part of what gave us some friction is because yeah. like most of what we had to rely on was communication and that was it Good. because yes. we didn't have <laughs> sure. the physical like uh benefits that a lot of other couples had in their beginning phases right. for sure. because Location we were half together. a country apart yeah yeah oh my goodness florida sure. and indiana for yeah. yes. anyone who doesn't know yeah florida and a that's, crazy story that's a long time it's another yeah. crazy oh my story goodness. you're right i know i literally wanted to um i don't know what time we're at but i did want to talk about that so maybe we'll just do another another one because yeah. this stuff is so good yeah and this is but it's so true y'all's love story is so great mm -hmm. like that's literally like pursuit integrity pursuit yep. that is definitely something i look from you guys mm -hmm. like just i'm i'm in this i'm gonna fight for this yeah, yeah. yeah. and again i may not know how to do it but I know that I need to do it. We're yeah. gonna figure it out. You gotta yes. get scrappy sometimes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But like it, it could be a plan C or D type of situation because A and B didn't work. Mm -hmm. But it's gonna be C and D yeah. with my no wife. No quit. No quit. And we're yeah. gonna be on C and D together. Yes. Instead of oh well. A and B didn't work out. So A and B didn't work out. I'm leaving him in the dust and going to see myself. My goodness. You know, yes. like that's not how it is. That's not how marriage is supposed to be. I will say too, if you if you are pursuing a relationship with someone, really just just like you said earlier, really look for the green flags mm. of if they are going to fight. Because wow. if you do not see the intentionality and the fight in the beginning stages yes then when push comes to shove and life mm. gets hard they're gonna flake that is a really big indicator of again even if they would not abandon you physically mm. 
Are they going to emotionally invest and fight in this this hard life with you when trials come? Or are they going to say, okay, and shut down and just kind of tune out and be apathetic and lullabied to sleep by life, whatever. Life, television, social media, kids. Something to literally think about. Like, I think that's what people don't realize in dating and looking for spouses is it's not just about, is this man going to provide for me yeah. financially? Is he going to help get a roof over my head? But is he going to be present in the emotions? Yep. Like <laughs> Haley, like you talk about, you thought your type was a this yep. and you're like, Oh no, Jess, it's the emotional guys. <laughs> I will openly say before, before I met Austin, I thought I was into the emotionally unavailable <laughs> <laughs> country cowboy provider type not that all country cowboys are emotionally not unavailable not that all country cowboys are emotionally however, unavailable <laughs> however in your head <laughs> in my head i was i always thought i was going to be just the the overly emotional one and i can truly with confidence say austin is more emotional than me yes, <laughs> and it's yeah. great because like it brings tune. it he's very in, in tune, tune not emotional in the out of control exactly way. exactly he's emotional in the intentional in tune way when we share our story of how we met, <laughs> he called me out on something within the first two or three days of us knowing each other. Dude. And that was also so another good funny. green flag for him. You, so. tell, you, tell, you talk about that. I, I think you just later. said that. You said that several times, but it's clicked for me now. Yeah. I, I pick up on like that, like what you said about that. That's something that I look for. Like I see, I'm like, this guy's not present with me. Like, yeah. You're uh-huh. acting different. Yeah. You yeah. are way different. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. And I just, I just want to say, if you are a guy that is more emotional than what you see typical dudes to be, mm, yeah. do not flee from that. Please yes, preach more. Please, please preach because more. Because I am the same way. It is hard for me to have a deep emotional conversation with dudes because it's just not typical to see. Right. And that's why I had more girlfriends, like girl friends in yeah. school. Yeah. That I could talk to because they could relate to what I was saying and I could not relate to the gym dudes and the baseball guys that <laughs> really didn't care except just hitting a ball and like just sports, lifting sports, weight. Sports, sports, yeah. sports. <laughs> and you know what? That's Nothing not a wrong bad with sports. Thing. No yeah, way. No, Love not a bad sports. Thing at all. all of us. No. If you're well, an emotional man, yes. lean into it. Yes. I I it's not yes. a bad thing at all. It's, a it's gift. just different. Yeah. It's it's something that the Lord blessed me with and I, I wouldn't trade it no because there are ways now that I feel like I'm able to help a lot of guys yes. who yep. don't have as much emotional Connection. connections. Yeah. Yes. Um, and again, it's not a bad thing. It's just a tool that I feel the Lord's yes. giving me yes. to reach a lot of other guys. Yes. And eventually I'm starting my own podcast whoop, whoop. Yep. and I'm going to be talking a lot about that and, and just like reaching yourself on a level that a lot of other men don't believe they even have the capability of because I think emotional connections, yes. you can learn those. Yes, absolutely. It's not like it's, it's in not, you. Yes. It's already in you. Yes. God oh wired God. us to be emotional beings. Yes. yes. Exactly. Awesome. So don't Please be afraid do of that. that. Yes. <laughs> don't be afraid. <laughs> yes. I will definitely do that. Like yes. if you're, if you have emotions as a guy, you're you're not wrong for feeling that way. Like that's a that's a that's definitely a, a God 
given yeah. thing. You're winning. You're really like, yeah. like mentors of mine that I've talked to, like I've gone on this journey of the heart, of getting connected to your heart and the healing that comes from that is unbelievable. And mm-hmm. that is a huge part of why I started this mm-hmm. podcast too, is getting that connection to your heart um, and to God's heart. And mm-hmm. it's just amazing. So yeah. love this, love, love this topic. It need, mm-hmm. needs to be said. <laughs> yes. We're all created in, in the image of God. That's yeah. right. But that doesn't mean that we're all, we all look the same. Exactly. We have different traits. Again, just like married, we have, we have different things that we're bringing to the table. Exactly. The way I like to say it is we have different strengths. Yes. And that means that we both play a really strong part in this marriage. It That's doesn't right. mean she's lesser than I am, I'm lesser than her. That's right. It means that both of us have a strength that the other doesn't. Mm-hmm. And we're working together to spread the kingdom of God. Yep. So to build. That's that's what I love so about marriage that's so as good. well. Oh my goodness. Do you have any last minute anything that has come to your heart that you feel like you need to say or anything like that? Mm. I think we talked about amazing things. Mm-hmm. I do too. I would <clears throat> I would just say as both the whole topic of this podcast is how to love God in marriage or loving God in marriage and receiving right? his and love receiving God's love in marriage. And I would just encourage you to press in to what that truly means because there are a thousand and one cultural things mm. that are telling us mm. what love is, mm-hmm. what marriage looks like. Um all of these images that we're bombarded with every single day of what marriage and life and love is supposed to look like. Mm -hmm. And I would encourage you to get your eyes off of that for a little while, Mm -hmm. get rid of what you need to get rid of and get your eyes into God's word and see what the gospel and what scripture says about love. Um, Seek out counsel and seek out people around yes. you that are yes. like-minded and Get that hungry. want to honor Christ and mm-hmm. um, and have made Christ the Lord of their life. Mm-hmm. That's a really big, a really big indicator. Um, and just focus on getting in tune with what it means to love and serve Christ and love and serve right. God above all else. And then naturally from there, if you are married or in pursuit of marriage, the more you bring yourself closer to Christ, or should I say, the more you allow Christ Mm -hmm. to bring you closer to himself, Mm -hmm. you will really learn to lean into what it means to be a wife, to be a husband, to be a mother, to be a father, um, to be a disciple. If you're not pursuing marriage or if you are not married, leaning allowing Christ to pull you closer to himself and knowing him is the most important thing. Everything stems from intimacy with the Lord. Yep. Mm -hmm. The one-on-one, you both are responsible for your own relationship with God. And then you come together. Yeah. Yeah. So it's my last piece. (laughs) Um, I would say that love the Lord with all of your heart. Mm -hmm. Right. But, don't sleep on the enemy mm-hmm. in the sense that just as much as God loves you and just as much as he wants you 
by his side. So does the enemy mm-hmm. want you to go away from that mm-hmm. and how, how deceitful he actually is to the yes. point where he'll, you, he will use scriptures, God's own words, and turn them against you yeah. and against the Lord himself. Um, there's something that you know we were dealing with recently and uh, one of the examples I used is the very, very first time in the garden where mm-hmm. the serpent asked Eve, did the Lord really say, don't eat from the tree? Mm-hmm. So he actually took the scriptures and, and twisted Twister. it, and mm-hmm. that created the fall. That's right. By God's own words mm-hmm. and by the deceit of man mm-hmm. to God, that's, that's how the fall that's how the fall happened, you know. So mm-hmm. um, it's it's culture, today's culture and society has mm-hmm. a definition on love that mm-hmm. is, it's hard. It's hard to, to fully understand. Mm-hmm. But if you truly look at the, at the, at the Lord's words, especially the ones written in red, the ones that Jesus himself spoke, then I think that you will fully understand the way that Christ loves us in the same ways that we are to love our spouses and to love the rest of the world. God's first commandment is love the Lord your God. The second one is to love your neighbor as yourself. And that if, if you dedicate your whole entire heart to love God, mm-hmm. in my opinion, everything else falls into place. It does. Because if you love the Lord your God with all your heart, then you know how to love his children. That's right. Mm-hmm. And yourself. That's right. That's right. You know, loving yourself is also important. Yes. And you can do so while also dying to yourself. Yes. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. don't get it confused. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Wow. I think that's I think that's it. That's so good. You guys, thank you so much. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Y'all, that was so amazing. So amazing. Even just re-listening to it again, it wow. My heart is so so encouraged from our conversation. And so here's what I wanted to do. I want to offer help to anyone, anyone who wants more fire in their life, anyone who needs help with this at all or has any questions. Listen, Haley and Austin are incredible people. I'm going to put their socials um, on the show notes because they would love to answer any questions that you may have about this. They are so passionate about this, about loving and working through things and growing as a couple. Um, and same for me. If you have any questions for me about any things that I brought up that I have walked through, please do not hesitate to reach out. We are all so passionate to helping people. So we're gonna put all I'm gonna put all this in the show notes, but I'm so glad that you listened and I hope you enjoyed. I hope you're as encouraged as I am. You are so loved. Have an amazing, amazing day.